subscribe. What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kyber Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, the discotheque reject. Yeah. Fascinating. I'm Dan, a.k.a. Swag Atlas. <laughs> I'm Audrey, a.k.a. Uh, he lets her hit because she's silly. <laughs> Put a bird on it. I'm Max. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Feed it to the birds. <laughs> Feed to the bird. This episode's for the birds. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh. five Gs is really good. Um, it's really yeah. Good. Hey. I'm really into where it's going. Hey. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad that it's unironically good. Every fucking week, this shit gets better. Like I, it, it, it really hit me watching these episodes, Audrey. Like as I was kind of reflecting on it while I was stuck in the Beltway traffic coming back from our company picnic yesterday, thinking about like five Ds compared to GX, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah. Like GX really doesn't have a plot for like the longest time in five Ds. <laughs> basically, everything happens in the service to the plot. I forgot that shows were allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling sweet, sweet validation, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. This it's 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 good. It's fun. Characters are allowed to exist and do their own thing, like just in completely like random disparate groups. And even like these episodes, which are kind of fillery. I mean, not really though. No, right? Exactly. Really. Is that like there is still like charging the plot forward pretty strongly? Mm-hmm. I and mean, again, there aren't any filler episodes in five Ds because there's no manga for it to yeah. go off of the manga came. The the manga came out while Zehol was being Yeah uh-huh. aired. Yeah, so this <laughs> so. is completely original. Do we want to talk uh, about it? Yeah. Oh boy do I. Uh you go five Ds, episode twenty nine, good cop, bad cop. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, all cops are bad. This is episode twenty nine, a looming threat, Dark Signer Ushio? Uh-huh. Question mark? Qu- yeah, two question marks. Wow. Yeah. Almost an, a full intero bang. Um, <laughs> hey, happy Pride Month, lesbians. Happy Pride Month, lesbians is, and bisexuals. This episode is for you. Yeah. Uh, this, this set is, of episodes is for you. The, yeah, these episodes are Carly's bisexual adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Extremely. Uh-huh. I love her so much. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> she's cool and she's fail. Mm-hmm. Everyone is entranced by her cringe swagger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, it, like, it, 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 I yeah. can't not fuck her. <laughs> it starts out like the same way as the other ones ended with you say boldly walking out to the cops and saying, I want to talk to Mr. Godwin now. And he just like brushes past Ushio and just steps into the back of a cop car to do it. Yeah. Reminder, since it's been like a month since our last episode, been a bit. in the dub, mm-hmm. you say called the cops to come get him to bring him to Goodwin. They have like <laughs> so funny. Ushio, I'm scared. Uh-huh. Can you pick me up? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, I'm not the having police a good time escort. Try yeah, it, please. Uh, I forgot how good the OP is. I once again ran through a brick wall listening to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going fast makes me feel alive, baby. Not, I not that one. Drive. <laughs> I'm listening to Yellow Card. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, we, uh Carly yeah. gets to Go leave ahead. jail, but uh, they, as she's like going through her, you know, the stuff they confiscated from her and are returning. Her camera's not there. Mm. Um, Can't say I'm surprised. Typical cop behavior. Uh, she, she lost her fucking scoop. J. Jonah Jameson gets pissed at her. Yeah. Yeah. He, his, like, face pops out of her phone and yells at her. Mis- yeah, Mr. He- Hole or whatever is Mr. Pitt uh, uh-huh. yells at her. 
Uh, <laughs> Mr. Dinister. Uh, when she pulls out her cell phone, was anybody able to tell what that little phone charm she has is? I couldn't make it out, really. It's like uh, a I didn't yellow. even um, notice a phone yeah, charm. I didn't I. notice it. Let me look. Maybe we'll get a closer look at it at some yeah. point. It's not really uh, identifiable. Yeah, she, yeah. she like d- does her, her sort of fortune draw to see how her day's gonna go, and she draws Fortune Fairy Swee, which means slightly bad. She feels like giving up. <laughs> damn, damn girl. Me too. Uh, but then she remembers, oh shit, I can't go, because today is the, the fucking sneak preview of the new movie, Lord of the King. Oh. Starring the Jack King. Atlas. Uh, uh, okay, in the dub, this is called Atlas Rising, the rise of Jack Atlas. Uh-huh. Is that, is that what it's about? Uh-huh. Yes, it's a documentary about Jack Atlas. Yeah, and like part of the bit is like people are talking about, you know, Jack Atlas is out of favor. It's a little uh they were a little too late to release this movie, huh? Yeah, uh, really yeah. bad timing on this one. They do make similar mm-hmm. comments in the sub actually. They're just like Bruh. he's no longer the king, so like kind of yeah, in his flop era. Yeah, yeah. One, one of the one of the guys in the crowd is like, "Damn, I thought they were going to release this straight to DVD." And another one says, <laughs> "Oh, damn, if they if they had waited a little bit longer, they could have called it the rise and fall of Jack Atlas." Wow, oh. a four kids really kicking their own ass here. Uh huh. I think we <laughs> literally do, do they, we get that exact same joke in the sub too. I, yeah, I, I it is it it does make me think about how every Pokemon movie after the third one was like straight to DVD. For, mm-hmm. for some the of those were fucking reasons. good. Yeah, Di- the Deoxys movie kicked ass. The, yeah, the Lucario maybe. movie made me emotional when I was. Everyone younger. agrees that's like kind of the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, everyone's like the on the red carpet disappointed because it's cringe and fail. And like Car- Carly shows up wearing it looks more like a nightgown than an actual yeah. dress. Yeah, they say it's her prom dress in the dub. Um, oh, Carly <laughs> from high school. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but also and, uh, the number one supermodel in Domino City, Misty Treadwell, is here, and this bitch is gay. She, she looks so evil. Happy Pride she's just, Month, lesbians! She, she's just Misty for us. I've noticed the show just doesn't really the dub or the sub doesn't really care to give last names. Yeah, she's she. It's like Zendaya. Uh, yeah, she she <laughs> Zendaya is Misty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, we. Yeah, Angela tells her she looks like dog shit. Everyone like gawks over Misty. Um, she they like lock eyes like Pokemon trainers, and everyone goes into the building. Yeah, We're, Carly, Godwin is Carly wearing... is uh just uh, doesn't know what to do with herself when Misty looks at her. She's like, oh, uh, uh, oh uh, shit, uh, oh fuck. Oh, yeah, uh, she, uh. she's like, wow, so pretty. And oh listen, this is a documentary about Jack Atlas, so you know it's going to be propaganda. And like, hell yeah, it's mm-hmm. propaganda, as in I'm taking a propaganda at <laughs> Misty. Taking a propaganda at yeah. okay, bird over there. When Godwin comes out to address the crowd. Yeah, the birds are later. The birds are in the next episode. Yeah, not the birds are later. Sorry. When Godwin comes out to address the crowd, he's wearing like. Also, like a. He's wearing like a weird, like, turquoise prom tux almost. Uh huh. He looks very silly. And, like, it's just. This really is a propaganda piece because public security funded and created this movie. It's oh, so weird. They also I don't know if we get say, that bit of information in the dub. They just also, like, like real life. straight up lie in it, which they, leads they to do. the end which leads to the end of this scene. <laughs> like right. they lie about where Jack was born. 
Yeah, and then, yeah, like, Carly's like, wait, uh, Jack's actually from, or no, I think even Angela, Angela says, Jack's from Satellite, and Godwin says, no questions, the same thank you, and walks yeah, away. Yeah, so, anyway, it's like, my, my, my note for it is, like, Mr. Godwin, did you break your own law? I am the law. He's avoiding the question. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is just making me think, because I've been watching kung fu movies with my friends, about how there is a series of films on Ip Man, uh, Bruce Lee's trainer, and the first two are loosely based off real things. And then there are two more that are just pure fiction. It's okay to lie as long as it's cool or funny. That's the moral uh-huh. of the story. Uh-huh. As long as it advances the interests of the Chinese state. We're, go- we're cool with exactly. it. Exactly. Thank you, Thank you yeah, we, What uh, we need anyways. right now is like... Uh, what we need in these trying times is like, you know, a documentary on, uh, let's say, Joe Biden... But it, he has a completely different backstory. He's he's like I don't know, cool. He loves to ride trains and kiss uh, Barack Obama, stuff like That's that. Right. Yeah, they wrote a novel about that already. Don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> he yeah. likes he uh, likes waffles and pancakes and kisses guys on Molly. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he says, "Hey, no questions right now. Just enjoy the movie." And no it's like Jack. on a projector screen at the back of this big banquet hall. It seems like an awful way to watch a movie. But, I know, um, right? Uh huh. And, and like um, Carly has to run out to get her next scoop, uh, and that's when she runs into Misty again. And Misty just says, "Bitch, you're gonna die." <laughs> she grabs her by the like the chin, and she's just like two inches away from her face. Like your face, whoa, your face intrigues me. Hold on, let me yeah. look at this. Like, the, 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 like I'm not making a bit here. The, literally, the first thing she does is grab Carly and says, "You're going to die soon." Yeah. <laughs> So what what's really interesting about this for me is that like I really thought that Carly was going to be an eyes always shut character. Or yeah, like, you see her eyes were, fully. Yeah, and like in this character, in this episode, you see her eyes fully like several times. Yeah. Um, oh no, she's hot. Literally though. But also <laughs> Carly looking at Misty doing this to her. I hope Misty's they like, never going- ever ever take the glasses off of her. I hope she has those for the whole show. Um, yeah, I, I think I think from what I remember, sometimes she has them on, sometimes she has them off. Usually okay. she has them off or on, on. But yeah, I she think better because like, they're really, cool. I think in like really big moments, she might yeah. take them off. But uh, Misty, Misty literally is like, "You're going to die," and Carly's like, "Wow, you're so hot, Jesus." Uh-huh, <laughs> She's yeah. having a real Yuri moment. What? I'm about to die? Yeah. Yeah, from, like, looking at you. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. Ha ha ha. Yeah, she, like, Misty says some shit about how she does fortune telling by reading faces. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And That's your how face it works. is haunting me. Ugh. She says in the dub. Uh, does does your face gotta... hurt? Because it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Did it hurt when you fell out of heaven and onto your face? Because it, oh my god, it's hard <laughs> to look at. Um, uh, but she says like, <laughs> Carly's like, oh, okay. She's All weird, right. but I'm kind of into it, I think. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, she bye. gives this ominous message about how uh, she's going to like take this path that's going to lead her into darkness, but... When she takes it, she will know who she is. She will yeah, understand herself better than she ever like, has. Like traversing the darkness. Oh, she yeah, Missy says that to her in the sub as well. Something yeah. similar. Understanding, blah blah blah. Yeah. Clown uh, baby time. Yeah, we 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 speaking of clown baby, we cut over to Ushio 
um, who like goes to check on Yusei in the holding cell. Jimmy, I'm recording. Oh, he's, he's uh, <laughs> I heard a dog barking and I heard his collar rattling. And I thought he was going to go bark, but Kitty's taking him outside anyway. All right. Um, Ushi goes to Yusei and he's like, hey, if you're bored, I'll do you right now. And this is when Jaeger steps in and says, mm, it'd be bad if you somehow won and became king. So don't be doing that shit, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no dueling Mr. Yusei right now. Yeah. Uh uh, he's got to go see uh, the Goodwood for something. Uh, uh, well, and he's sort of ordered to, like, or Trudge gets ordered to go to the hospital, go get Jack out so he, he can also meet with Goodwin. Uh, uh, and uh, we we cut to the hospital, and Carly's there in a nurse costume. Hey, yeah, she's a fucking uh, candy striper. She's She's doing some 47 stuff. Hey, what does Carly's closet look like, do we think? Why does she just have Everything. these things at her disposal? It's for she her to spirit Halloween and got this shit. Yeah, this spirit like two Halloween minutes ago. Shit. Yeah, well, the thing you have to understand Thank God about it's October. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was gonna say, I think in, I think, due to the dystopic nature of Neo Domino City, uh, whenever, uh, b- whenever a building closes down, regardless of time of year, uh, the the uh, lot has to spend has to become a spirit Halloween until a new buyer can show up. Mm-hmm. Naturally, mm-hmm. they all sell fucking like pumpkin cosplays and shit. Uh huh. Trudge is walking to the hospital and he immediately gets got by a spider. He senses it like a second early, yeah. but uh, not good it, enough. It, and, and and like we cut immediately from there to we see Mikage who's peeling an apple for Jack, uh-huh. and he just says "Go, leave" as he like reaches get for out. his dual disc and immediately tries to sneak out. Uh-huh. I don't want my appy right now. I'm a big boy. I can do it myself. Uh Carly comes to get him to, to mm-hmm. help him. Uh like as he's heading out, she's like, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, hang on. Uh and then he runs into Trudge and uh Carly recognizes what's going on. Yeah, she, she knows the, sp- the glowing spider and everything, and she's like, Oh shit. This happened to you say just last night, Jack. Jack, you gotta look out. You gotta look out, Jack. Hold on. Yeah, and, and, and Ushi was like, yeah, after 5,000 years, we're here to kick your ass to take the light. Um, so Jack, like, a- as he, like, you know, forcibly starts this duel, as the ring of, like, purple fire appears around them, Jack grabs Carly and says, can you duel? You'll be my hands this for rules. this. Uh-huh. It's so, the most romantic it's thing so that's fucking ever good. It's so good. Yeah, um, at this point, I want to say something about Carly. Uh, the is it way that she's Car- fucking cool? Oh, she is cool. The way that she's, like, written and, like, person. And like the personality they give her maybe I'm just outside looking in but it really feels like she's supposed to be like uh you know how like certain kid shows will have like a cast of adults and one kid that the uh child watching can relate to I think Carly is that for teen girls and I think that's great and I love they did it in the best way possible she's she's just so She's really good. I, I, I really, I, I think in the past people have like gotten pretty mad about uh, the sort of like uh, you know uh, reader surrogate character for you know teen girls, but I think uh, by making Carly such a fail woman, she's just really fun to uh, you know imagine yourself in the shoes of. Well, what's really interesting about 5Ds is that there's actually multiple female characters, and they all have distinct personalities. Yeah! yeah. yeah they, they, it took them this long to figure out how to do that. But, it's, like... 
Carly, Carly is interesting on her own, but she's made more interesting to me, at least, um, in comparison to Aki, to have yeah, both right. of these characters here who are so well developed and so completely different, like new type of women just dropped, you know? Yeah. Um, what if we gave our female characters personalities besides woman and sexy? No, but we did. No. And it worked. <laughs> no um, heart emoji. We've gotten a lot of time with Carly in the last few episodes, like way more than we do with any other female characters in like, like Taya or, um, uh, fucking Asuka. Alexis. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, we, I... we don't, like, it, like, it really feels like she is a, a main part of the ensemble here, uh, in a way that they didn't, they didn't get that much focus for that long throughout like the whole run of those shows that that's um, what i really like about it is because ordinarily like you know a new season starts and you get like one or two new characters and they kind of like duel the main character once and then they're just sort of folded into the main group immediately but carly's given time to like go on fucking scoop adventures like completely also, on her own like aki hasn't really been folded in either like they're still a really yeah. desperate group and aki's still yeah. like she got I'm fucking so taken back to the fucking broccoli head society yeah <laughs> that's right aki psycho um, 100 yeah aki psycho 4000 <laughs> so they're they're beginning to duel um it's like jack has a lot of ugly ass dragons and ushu has a lot of cool worms um, he's I got, really like these how worms that like mill through Jack's deck. Yeah, I really like how Carly will, will Carly will try say my turn, and then Jack will be like my turn. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. And bit. then it turns later because at the end of the duel, they're like it, Jack is like it's our turn. They it's say like, it together. It's so fucking it choice. Good. It's good. I really there, there's a part in the duel where. Jack is, like, starting to, like, work through his strategy out loud, and Carly's like, oh, I know what you want to do, and, like, she attacks with the monster, Jack's like, what the fuck are you doing? No, no, hold on. Not like that. Not like that. It's like when you're playing Mario Kart Double Dash, and, like, you see your friend make a turn that you know they can't <laughs> make, and I'm just like, you motherfucker. Uh-huh. Or uh, just, like, someone playing the game, and they play the wrong card, or get the rules wrong, or something. Mm -hmm. uh, My favorite part of this duel is that, like, Carly's, like, at the beginning, like, Jack, Jack, you can't duel him. Like, I've seen this shit before. You cannot, like, engage yeah. with this. Like, you say did this. And Jack's immediately like, you say did this. I'm doing it. <laughs> Real <laughs> shit. Let's fucking go. Uh -huh. Carly's, like, Carly's like, no, god damn it. And, like, every time something happens that she saw in the previous signer duel, um, she's like, oh, like, fuck, like, this is a duel for, like, so, like, you know, the first attack lands and it destroys part of the hospital. <laughs> Yeah. And Jack's like, what the fuck? And Holy Carly's shit. like, dude, I told you, like, you can't fucking do this. And, like, if you die in a duel, you die in real life. And it's... Jack's like, well. And then it, like, cuts to, then it cu cuts to Always Study title card, Jack kills a cop. Oh, it's I... so funny. Like, you have that. It's that coupled with um after... Carly misreads Jack and makes a big mistake where he says something along the lines of it's okay this is the bare minimum excitement I need to feel in a duel yeah he's like it would be, it would be less fun if you weren't here handicapping it would be me. less fun if you didn't fuck it all up yeah if you weren't here uh -huh. handicapping me which is where, where he he's gonna let her hit because she's silly yeah uh yeah they I mean they they, they win the duel it's oh, fine. also this is yeah. the plot of the dark knight yeah, so I will say I you mentioned elaborate on that. <laughs> you oh. mentioned like uh, an always sunny title card. The one I'm imagining for this one, like 
right? Because of what, how this duel ends is Jack Atlas blows up a hospital. Yeah. So oh, yeah, sure, have, sure, sure. You have a character disguising themselves as a nurse to blow up a hospital, just like uh, the Dark Knight. You, you know? Uh-huh. Just like Joker. Just, just like Joker. You could really this, say... This happened, this happened to my buddy, you say. Carly's gonna become the Joker. You could really say that Carly Car- Carmine is becoming the Joker in her mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and the way... So after they win the duel... It's you know it, they win the duel. It's not that exciting. Um, the way that Carly sneaks him out of the hospital as the press crowd around him is that she like puts him on a gurney and fully covers him in a cloth, so it looks like she's just transporting a dead body out of the hospital. She's mm-hmm. so normal. I love her. She's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's great. Um, and then and then we see happening that night. Uh, you say finally meets with Godwin on a bridge that's like going to satellite, but the construction has stopped. He's ready to tell him the truth finally. Uh, we sort of end on this cliffhanger of uh, of him of a uh, of Godwin saying uh, the truth will be uh, learned very soon. Next uh, episode, you say? Next episode. Uh, since Argyle's not back yet, to the best of my knowledge, let's continue on and talk about video games uh, after the second episode. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what um, is this next episode called? Uh, this next episode. Is t- it is season, uh, or season one, episode thirty, fight or flight? Hmm. My name is Crow. Flight Blackbird. That's tr- yeah. His name is Crow. Buddy, uh, it sure is. And the very first, th- this guy, I from what I understand, there are some people who don't like Crow. You have to understand, the first thing we see is that he Robin Hood's cards out of a fucking, like, Indiana Jones storage house, and then rides away on you his- You mean he crow hoods? He crow- he cr- Yes. He- diff- different kind of bird. He crow hoods out of a, um, Indiana Jones car warehouse, escapes the cops on his transforming bike, and he's also voiced by fucking Shulk from Xenoblade. He's my he, new best friend. Yeah, he- he is all that. I, I want to say a couple things. One, I finally figured out what the autopilot mode reminds me of. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Good Luck Mode from Tiger and Bunny. Oh. Just like the cadence of voice for it. Going, Good Luck Mode, engaged. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Um, his escape from this warehouse is a Sonic Adventure 2 stage. A little bit. A little um, bit. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> there's they have like like the cops have a mini map that they're tracking him on and it's all like tron right angle shit it's just a sonic adventure 2 stage right watch out for the crow watch out for the big truck yeah oh i also like how crow has so many prison taps that he has the fucking like majin symbol from dragon ball on his forehead too yeah listen excuse me for a second they put so many goddamn burrito or burritos they put so many doritos on this fucking fool okay I'm back. Hi, Argyle. Hi, Argyle. Hello. <laughs> Dan just had to step away when you came back, so. Uh-huh. We're, talk- we're talking about the next episode and how cool Crow is. Do you like him? I love Crow. He's so fucking cool. He's got so much swag. He's he has a Majin tattoo. He's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the power just went out for a second. Apparently, it's something with the town. This shit happened yesterday. Oh, too. shit. It's, but, uh, so- you're, you're, it's your moment production. Uh-huh. It's. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a huge pain in the ass because it might fuck up our air conditioner with the power oh! surges. But uh, you know, not fun. Oh well, uh-huh. nothing to be done about it. So we 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 cut from Crow's 
badass escape to Godwin Godwin's exposition bridge. <laughs> um, he asks you say why he rides a D wheel. You say just says fuck you. Godwin says <laughs> this bridge was supposed to link the cities, you know, uh, but you cross the ocean yourself on your own D wheel. Uh, so maybe you'll be the one to link this bridge to satellite in the future. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think don't go into that much detail. That's interesting. And I, and like when Godwin says. Yusei says, Godwin, you do it. You're public security. It's like Joe Biden tweeting out, we got to stop climate change. And yeah. everyone's like, you're the president, dog. You're the president. Uh-huh. Do something. No, in the dub, he's like, I started this bridge a long time ago. And you know why I didn't finish it? I didn't finish it because there's an ancient evil buried under the satellite. And if I built this bridge, that would let it into New Domino. And I can't yes. let that happen. He, he says that as well. He said, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Um. And that's definitely why I did it, and not because, you know, in any other reasons. Not, not because, not, yeah. I don't want filthy pores coming in. That's the ancient <laughs> you would You wouldn't trust me so like, much, you say. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's really funny because you say, like, so you're just going to let them, like, kill all of Satellite? And Godwin's like, yep. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog. Like, he, and you say, like, that doesn't strike you as fucked up? It's like, you can't do that. Like, you have to evacuate them. And Godwin's like, no, heart emoji. And you say, like, yeah. why not? And no, you say, there's literally would... no other way to solve this situation than slaughtering all the no, poor. Yes. No, we have, to, like, we have to stop it in the satellite. I'm Godwin... so sorry that that's, this is just the way it has to be done. <laughs> Godwin's like, He's yeah, so not funny. all lives are created equal. Yeah. Um, if we with, brought like, all those pores into New Domino, then yeah, that was really we have rude four of you. people in New Domino. I can't let that, that if you, happen. If we let the pores in, the demons win. Um, <laughs> back with Crow and the cops. Crow, uh, the cops are stuck in Crash Team Racing while Crow is playing Mario Kart because he has a glider. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just fucking pops the button. Also, I really like how his dual disc wraps around. It looks like it's almost turned into a so steering wheel. Cool. Uh, and yeah, he, his, so his, it's really, really confusing because his archetype is Blackbird in the dub, right? Yeah. Blackwing. Mm-hmm. Black oh, it is Blackwing. Okay. No. All right. Never mind. Yeah. It's Blackwing. Okay. I, I thought it was they only translated a part of his whole shtick. Okay. Cause like you would think that his bike would have the same name as his archetype, but his, his archetype is Blackwing and his bike is Blackbird, even though it's mostly yellow, regardless. I don't uh, know if he says a name for it in the, in the dub. That's interesting. Yeah, no, yeah, he he calls it the Blackbird, and like he says mm-hmm. it as he sprouts wings and jumps over the gap, and uh-huh. and he does he he like presses left on the um control stick. I want I want to I want to call I want to call it for that. That's a shot of speed right there. That's mm-hmm. that's absolutely that a, a shot. Thank you so much, Argyle. Yeah, can we that play the jingle? Someone play speed. the jingle. I spent time on that. And, uh, what's everybody jingle. drinking today? Uh, oh. Ultra Black Monster. It's mm. uh, black cherry flavor. It's fine. Uh, I, I got a Polar 100% Natural Seltzer uh, nice. lemon flavor. Uh, good stuff. Only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Audrey, what are you drinking? Mm-hmm. I have a little glass of Amaretto because I have a bottle of Amaretto I need to get rid of. of. Amaretto is <laughs> so fucking good. More things should be almond flavor. They taste good. Anyway, um, he even though he jumps the gate no problem, um, there's still more cops going after Crow, and they like force him into a duel. So, and and it's it's one of those things where the cop doesn't even have a face; like he has the visor on, so you know Crow's going to win in one turn, and it's going to uh-huh. be inc- yeah. inconsequential. Yeah. So this duel really only serves to show you what Crow does, and Crow plays three fucking kick-ass bird people. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
These are rejected Sonic Riders characters. <laughs> I'm particularly fond of uh, uh, the one that's like, uh, I-, I wrote down the name somewhere, but it's like, it's got like it's, this. It's, it's Sirocco the Dawn, Gale the Whirlwind, and Bora the Spear. Yeah, Gale the Whirlwind. It's it, it's got like uh, these like two big eyes and like a sort of like hair thing. It's got sort of a chibi sort of look. It's really cool looking, kind of scary. I love it. Yeah, it is really big eyes. Mm-hmm. It's quite odd, but um, yeah. His whole thing is like one of them. What was it like? Like if you play one, you can special summon the other one, so he's able to get it. And like when all three are out, um, you he like uses a hand trap to like remove everything in play because all three birds are out. And then he pours the attack of two of them into one who like does piercing damage through the blocker and like takes out four thousand life points mm-hmm. in one go. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm cool uh and yeah he he jumps over the gap lands in his little like refinery that he lives in or whatever yeah Uh, he's like garbage dump orphanage yeah and meets up with all the garbage dump orphans that uh he cares for and he gives them a bunch of the cards that he stole and he says remember kids remember kids if any cops see you playing these cards it shut the fuck up friday and don't (laughs) don't even let them see you in the first place yeah um we see don't ask where i got these cards yeah (laughs) i can tell you we cut to ushio who's like waking up after getting his ass beat by jack last episode and like mikage is just there typing shit up on her computer like Mm -hmm. they didn't move ushio at all he's just been in this crater the whole time yeah Yeah. you'll never guess what mikage's doing (laughs) she's the lead she's the leading body cam info yeah holy fuck mikage (laughs) you really are a tool of the state aren't you uh, she basically but, says like th- this can't get out that like you know Jack dueled you and that like we're we're compromised like fucking we we gotta go man yeah so at first like she explains what she's doing and Ushio's like you can't do that that's evidence and she just looks at him and she's like yeah evidence of what dipshit you're fucked <laughs> if this gets out moron yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now shut like- up and help me delete this. It's so good that they have to hang out together. It's so good. Yeah, I love. I I do love them having to hang out together. <laughs> they're on their Jess, They're on their Jesse and James shit. <laughs> it's. It actually is kind of funny that like Ushio's sense of propriety and like moral background to the extent that he does it overrides his sense here. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because but then she's like, "You're fucked," and he's like, "Oh, I am fucked." All right. Yeah. Let's delete I'm this fucked. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fine. well. A cop is a cop. <laughs> yeah. Um. We 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 cut over. We we see as like a little scene of Crow seeing Yusei on the TV and like he know, he clearly knows Yusei yeah. well. Uh. Yeah. And then we cut over to Godwin. I want to say like, one thing about Crow. I like that his is. headband is piercings. Like it. Uh-huh. Like they didn't. Yeah. Piercings. I, I am his, looking his, at like, that. Now. He, he's he's, like, he's a little fucked up to look at. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's here's my here, here's my theory. Um, he puts so much hairspray in his hair that it's actually solid, and he just clips the the piercings right through it. That's how it stays yeah. on. Oh. It, yeah. What if, what if it's just a big hat? What What if it's just a big hat? He doesn't. <laughs> it's have it's hair. like fu- it's like fucking Brendan from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Then will you wear wigs? Yeah, will you wear wigs? We we get more of Godwin's exposition bridge. As he talks about the Dark Signers, the enemy of the Signers, world-ending stakes, and how they've battled every 5,000 years, 
Uh, and the last time this happened, the people of the stars used the five Ds who served the Crimson Dragon to seal the evil god and the Nazca lines. Uh, hey, we see the fifth D. Yeah, we do. Who's this yeah. fucking, who's this fucking guy? You know. He's like a fucking yellow, just, I don't know. He's not a robot like I wanted him to be, though. Um, I will say this, like, it, the way that this is set up is really funny because it's like, yes, dragons, the natural enemy to spiders. Just the like natural- snakes and mongooses. <laughs> I know na- this, yeah. I know this because of Pokemon where dragons are famously strong against bug types and bug types are famously strong against dragons. That's how it works, right? Right. Yeah, I fucking wish is. bug was strong against dragon. <laughs> that would whip. <laughs> that would whip. Look, do it for me. Why does fairy resist bug? Come on. <laughs> Give me something. Anyway, um, we, we, we see the yellow D. I'm excited to learn more about this fucking guy. Um, and, like, you know, in the flashback, they all use bite and blast to destroy the shadow creatures, and they get sealed in the earth. And then you see ancient fairy dragon gets pulled down with one of yeah. them, so that explains why yeah. she's there. And, like, Lu- Luca's also dreaming this as Godwin's expositing it, so, like, I guess, like, Luca's still experiencing the memories of mm-hmm. her fairy. Yeah. Uh, the energy reactor... Uh, yeah! As we find I out, forgot it's called that! The energy reactor, as it turns out, uh, is... A super generator that absorbs power, just like ambient dual energy that happens yeah. whenever people play a game of Yu-Gi-Oh. We don't even need to turn it into milk anymore. Yeah. It, you just get it for free. And, you know, it's we're in Domino City. You have to own a... You've got to own a deck of cards. you got to. So, you know, it's basically infinite energy. You could mm-hmm. probably power a whole country off of all the dual energy being generated just yeah. in Domino City. You could blow uh, up the whole city with the power generated we, in Domino City. We find out that, uh, yeah, the energy reactor, actually the satellite is the result of a prototype energy reactor that went haywire. Uh, it split Domino City in half, uh, and everything that was immediately around the reactor, which is now the satellite, was imbued with this negative energy uh, and also, all the way across the world in South America, the Nazca Lines uh, kind of awakened the Army of Shadows. Yeah, it weakened the seal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you does it show the city getting blown up? Yeah. It, yes. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The, satellite. Yeah. yeah. That. Yeah. But. But. I. And. And. Like when you see that, it's like this giant pillar going downward like you know a, a huge like cylinder carved out of the earth that's where like the dark signers are meeting up now and you realize like oh yeah. fuck that's where they are they're under satellite yeah um yeah. and and so godwin tells you say yeah i created the fortune cup to awaken the signers so they can defeat the dark signers you say if we lose and he says this verbatim this world will become hell <laughs> cool and i would have been like fuck yeah bro <laughs> let's do it you say he's also like hey hold on a second now you say there's five signers. We all know this. Where's the fifth <laughs> I'll one? I'll never tell. Where's the fifth one? And Goodwin says, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm trying to find out, too. Mm-hmm. Bye. Oh, he tells, like, it. the sub very much makes it clear, like, that he knows about it. And he's like, I'm not going to, like, that That will be revealed in dual, due time. In, in dual, dual time. time. Uh, he says he's working on it. Yeah. Like, he won't on respond it, to my, <laughs> they won't respond to my text. Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's bring you back to the satellite. Get on, get on this helicopter. I've got your dual runner. Your yeah, it's cool. <laughs> um, My favorite part of this is just like also the like 
a basic blackmail that Godwin yeah. Godwin puts you say in, and you say it's like you have a responsibility to satellite, and Godwin's like I don't actually. Um, and I was I wasn't like, elected. It's like listen, I'm not gonna save them. So if you want if you want anyone in satellite to live to their you know 15th birthday, <laughs> that's on you, bud. So, right, yeah, you. get cracking. <laughs> And again, he very much is trying to play himself off as the hero here, and it's not working for me. I mean, no, well, someone has to die. He's mad suspicious. I don't it's, trust I him. Just, uh-huh. Again, I, I really like when shows do that. Like, I, like, I, I feel like a, an equivalent is like Char and Gundam. When like, when he, especially, specifically when he like becomes Quattro, it's like everyone knows that he's like char but like they're just not really bringing it up because there's more different like there's like worse shit going on it's like everyone knows godwin is some evil megalomaniac but we probably have to stop like the evil spider first yeah yeah no it's we, have like, to, we have to stop spider georg first my, my last my last note here is like hey so godwin why do you all know all this want to share with the class <laughs> no why you're the why expert? do you have like a metal hand and superpowers and you can stop like a big giant drill from uh blowing I your forgot. what's going Fuck on godwin's man? godwin's so cool dude um we, we we cut to jack who wakes up in carly's apartment awesome uh ushio and mikage like try and bust down the door to get to him and they think like they think carly kidnapped jack and jack like walks out and says no i came here apart- i came okay, here with my own accord carly's leave apartment this is carly's is apartment he- okay it seems a little too yeah. upscale for her yeah, for, they i think in the dub they say it's a hotel room that she's like renting out it looks like a hotel room. no you're right because she lives in her car i forgot about that yeah 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 well, it's definitely not Jack's apartment because it's like, uh-huh. yeah, it's I not mean, Jack's it's, apartment. It's we saw not that lavish. One. There isn't, there isn't a bed and a piano in the middle of the yeah. room, the right? It's, fruit or it's whatever, not Stardew yeah. Valley grandpa bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack just says like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not the king anymore. Fuck off, leave me alone. And they leave, but like Mikage very much seems like she's going to come back every single day to check on him, um, which, which she almost certainly will. I, it's. Um, yeah, she is. There's a there's a moment there when he, she, you know, they tell uh, Jack tells the two of them to leave, where um, like <laughs> Carly's watching delightedly, and like local bisexual thrilled to be in a love triangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the, and the very last thing we see here is I would argue another shot of speed. Yeah. Uh, you, you you say he does some fast and furious shit out of the shipping container the helicopter's carrying because it like flies over satellite and he 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 jumps out of it and like he's at least thirty feet up up in the air probably more. Yeah. I want to talk about the music again here because it's a theme we've heard it's before, good. but it makes me lose my mind every time I hear it. It's like this kind of cowboy desperado. Yeah, theme. it's like dual dual sparato. Look, look. I mean, the sub and dub war will continue for perpetuity, but you guys are missing out on some complete banger tunes. I, yeah, I will acknowledge it, that. Yes, and the, it, the soundtracks sounds, are not as good. It does sound. It does sound like something. Like the thing I always go to when I hear this is like something out of Bastion. Yeah, it, it, like, it got, it's got a little bit of Darren Corb. Yeah, so it's not like it's not like necessarily like yeehaw cowboy kind of thing, but it's kind of like. Let me spin you a tall tale, kind yeah, of like music, and it's just oh, it's really good for like these heroic shots, especially on like 
motorcycles on the dual runners, especially since in the manga, the ancient, there were ancient Egyptian duels, uh, dual runner duels, except they were on horseback. There, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what the fucking hippodrome was for. Oh mm-hmm. god, it's so good. That's what the horse is for. Uh. The manga's <laughs> insane. Can I just say, because I know now that it's not a spoiler for the anime, it's a completely yes. different thing. Okay, okay, good. I, I was waiting, because I, I waited on GX as well for you to, like, report back on that. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm 100%. So, <laughs> in the manga, uh, Jack is Godwin's adopted son. Okay. Nice. Cool! Yeah! Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> um, who basically, like, Godwin adopted after creating... Uh, like Urasawa's monster-esque situation where instead of creating perfect sociopath like government leaders they were doing experiments on orphans to create the perfect duelist they're and- trying oh to do the God. fucking Spartan program on Jack Atlas <laughs> so, so like Jack was part of that and he like beat uh-huh. all the other kids so Godwin adopted him afterwards right. he's, so he's John 4000 Les enfants du lys. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> oh, that might be the name of the title. The That's title good. Da- Dan, you've cracked it. Les enfants Oh, fuck, that was good. Fuck me. Anyway, um... So that's just, like, a little aside that I've been, like, sitting on for a while. <laughs> where, but, like, yeah, that's... Uh-huh. I-, uh-huh. I will be reading this imminently. <laughs> It's not it's not a good story, I would say. Like the anime actually has a much better story than the manga does. Uh-huh. Uh the one thing I do like that the manga does just very quickly is um that there's a lot more importance put on the physicality mm-hmm. of um turbo duels. I mean, cause, yeah, cuz that that's not even like it's not there in the anime. It's right. just yeah, yeah exactly. they're on bikes dueling. So like a lot of people win duels in the manga by like wrecking their duel runners. Oh, their fuck, that's duel good. runners are just like running people off the road. Great. Yeah. God. Like, I love that shit. Like, Me- yeah, Meta gaming. Like, they have a thing where they're like, actually, fuck this. And they just like push people off the road. <laughs> um, I'm sick so, of writing card games. Yeah. One of them just rams their motors like, I want to maneuver someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh, I also uh, want to say before we move on to presumably talking about video games, uh, yeah. Carly ha- Carly is really excited to have some alone time with Jack, uh, and she's like, oh, this yeah. is my chance. This is my chance for our love to bloom. I'm summoning the love card, is what she says. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I just w- I just wanted to say that phrase. Thank you. Yeah. I'm summoning the love card. We're so glad yes. you did, Argyle. <laughs> yes. I'm, 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 I'm now summoning, summoning, I'm I'm summoning, summoning the, the world card. peace card. Uh, oh, dance is better. We can uh, also summon the game card. Mm-hmm. Game. Uh, Gaming! Woo! first uh i think dan you know yeah i'll go first uh so uh you you know i've spent many a week i've spent met like like a year and a half playing final fantasy 14 uh Mm -hmm. and after finally finally catching up to the msq uh i decided i need to play a different video game uh and not me baby (laughs) Uh, what I settled on was, well, 
what I really want to play are uh, are some first person shooters. So Ooh. I played three different ones. Uh, two of them I have finished. One I have not. Uh, for now, I will only report on one of them. Uh, I'll report on the second next week and the third the week following. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, I played uh, a game I had been looking forward to for a very long time. Well, not a very long time, but like a year. Uh, uh, Slayer's X. Uh, full title. Uh, Slayer's X. Uh, Terminal Aftermath. Vengeance of the Slayer. It is a Good. spinoff of Hypnospace Outlaw, uh, uh, focused on... It is an in-universe video game made by the character Zane Lofton. Uh, formerly, when you met him in the game, when you found his like webpage in the game, he was Zane Rocks 14. Uh, it takes place in the present, so now he's Zane Rocks 37. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's using him every year. Yeah. Well, he he forgets to update because he's at, he was actually fifteen at the time uh, of the game, and he's thirty eight now in the present. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, it is he basically like dug up this old project uh, he and a friend worked on in high school and finished it and released it, and it is the most. Uh, Teenage boy in 1999 video video game. It is like uh, sort of a parody of uh, build engine games like Duke Nukem 3D and uh, uh, what's the other one? Redneck Rampage. But like with this sort of like uh, uh, kid who fucking loves the Matrix and New Metal, uh, and it's really good. It is the most teenage stuff. But an important part of that is it's also kind of defanged, uh, his presentation. He never swears. He always avoids swearing. He says, he'll say, like, Mother Flipper, uh, uh, Darn, or not Darn. I, he, he comes up with silly yeah, stuff. Yeah, Darn's going too far. He, he says a lot of stuff about, like, turds and spelled T-E-R-D. Uh, he has, so, uh, it's really fucking good. It's really funny. It is a great, it is a great title. Uh, uh, there's like uh, the sort of like main villains are just like a rival to like his favorite uh, band at the time. Uh, that and uh, you you go to like all these different places in his hometown of Boise, Idaho, uh, and you have the power of hack blood, which uh, lets you shoot lasers. Uh, uh, it's incredible. I love it. It there's there, there's all sorts of good gags. There's it is the perfect parody of like the uh, sort of mentality of you know boomer shooters and uh, boomer shooters and like the people who play them or who played them when they were new. It's great. I love it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, before I finish, I'll just list off like. Some of the weapons. So you got the S blade, which it, which is a big. It is a sword shaped like the letter S, not the cool S, more of like a Skechers S. Uh, if you have like full hack blood, you can like shoot lasers out of it. Uh, he'll always remind you when it has a full charge. Uh, there are dual pistols held sideways. 
the Glass Blaster, which is a shotgun that fires glass shards. Uh, you get the ammo by, like, breaking glass in the environment and just picking it up. Uh, there's, uh, there's, like, a chain gun that, like, it's a chainsaw chain gun. Uh, there's a, there's, like, a grenade launcher that flies, like, sludge and summons rats to help you. Uh, triple lo- rocket launcher, and, of course, the hack blood talisman, which, uh, lets you shoot late, it lets you fire a big Kamehameha, and you fire as you're, like, holding down the fire button. Uh, it's great. Okay, that's... That's it for me. Um, you can you can play it. Go play it. Please play it. All right. I'm good. Uh, Argyle. Hey, I have been playing Final Fantasy XIV. You don't. You already what? know that. Uh, rather, I would like to talk about uh, Shinmu. Ooh. We all heard about Shinmu. Y'all heard about y'all heard about this. Have you heard yeah. about Shinmu? Hey, Mister, want to wrestle? Y'all heard about video best. games? You heard about the Sega Dreamcast? A little game for it called Shinmu. Shinmu is a, a very strange and funny game uh, that is strives to be very like uh, simulationy, you know, in the way the, that it works. You know, everybody has a schedule. All that you've got this little town where all the characters know each other and they know you, and they they mostly are kind of flat but and only have asinine things to say to you but it, <laughs> uh the voice acting's horrible uh the game feels like shit to play uh it but it's weirdly captivating you know the the game when i started out i just spent most of the first day just opening every drawer in my house and that didn't really get me much but it was very funny and i had a good time doing it uh and then that that kind of says to me what what this game is, which is just spending way too long doing asinine little things just to kind of sidetrack yourself. It's not like a Yakuza game where it's like you kind of have this broader simulation of a city. It's very uh, it's it's a different sort of city simulation where it's like yeah, you have restaurants and stores and things, but you can't buy food. You can't eat. Rio doesn't eat. He doesn't drink. Well, you can get f- drinks out of the soda machines and he'll drink them and say, ah, good. But like, n- there's no reason to buy anything. There's gachapons. It doesn't get you anything. The arcade's not very fun. Like, there's nobody has anything interesting to say most of the time. But it's like, it is kind of captivating. And I, I am after playing the first one and like a ways into the second one, I'm kind of of the opinion that uh, Yu Suzuki should just get as much money as he needs to finish this series, which he wants he to really make like does. six or seven games. <laughs> get, let's, just fucking throw it at him. It's let a, the man cook. Let the man cook. These games are stupid as hell, dog, but I want to see all of them. I want to see where he's going with this. It was. Um, it's a seven-part saga. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to have the whole second game take place entirely on the boat from Japan to Hong Kong, and he wasn't able to fulfill that vision, but I think that just... And and the world is worse for it. (laughs) The world is worse for it. Imagine that game. Imagine it. But uh, yeah, I'm having a a good time in Shinmu 2, just 
kind of traipsing around Hong Kong, looking at the pawn shops going. There's a lot more stores that you can go into. And again, they don't do shit. You can't buy anything at them. There's a million antique shops that I can go into and I can say, yeah, this has a lot of the same shit as all the other antique shops. And the person behind the counter is telling me all the same information about my current objective that the other one did. And I can't buy anything here, but it's like, you know, that's kind of neat. I can just go into most of the buildings, even though it's mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not much reason to. Wow. Uh, wow. It's, it, it's it's fun. It's fun. I would recommend trying out Shinmu. You get them on sale or something. It's it's a fun and not very long game. And you get to drive a forklift in the first one. And that uh-huh. part is actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so check them out. Yeah. Popcorn Audrey. Hi. Um, I have been playing Final Fantasy Fifteen. I'm Fuck yeah. yes. I'm about to do Boys the, night. I'm about to do the final battle. Um Oh fuck. It's good. It's good. So yeah, I, I will say you didn't play this game when it first came out, Audrey, did you? No. Why would I? So <laughs> That's Yeah, I know. The Royal the, the Royal Edition has like a couple of pretty important changes. One of the biggest ones is that it makes the whole last insomnia part like actually gameplay. Oh shit, that was, wasn't gameplay? It was like you roll up and it's like one or two, it's like one route through the city and you just fight a couple of things along the way. And then like you get to the castle and like, and like do the final battles and that's it. Like it turns it into an actual like end dungeon, which is very cool. That is cool. None of that shit shit was there in the first one. Ooh, I like that. Um, I will say that like that is my biggest complaint. Like many Final Fantasies, Final Final Fantasy 15 has great characters and a bad plot. (laughs) <laughs> it, it is a game it is a game where things just happen and you ask mm-hmm. why is this happening and they say don't worry about it basically and and, and they say you should have watched the movie <laughs> right the crystals we have to protect the crystals it's like we have like there's dlc for that and it's like well okay like no one really process like there's a lot of really tragic things that happen and no one really processes or even acknowledges it for the most part yeah you just hear about it (laughs) there's like one character there's one character who dies um i mean can i just talk about when when luna dies (laughs) she she died badly (laughs) she died badly listen final fantasies be like don't get attached to this female love interest she will get stabbed in the stomach Uh Um, is there though um but like (laughs) you know when luna dies like there's like the chapter of knocked not dealing with it well and gladio being an asshole to him for no reason (laughs) Like, why are you being this mean? <laughs> they they, they get so they get so fucking mad at Noctis on that goddamn train ride. Like, it's insane. So like being so mean. He didn't ask Ignis to pick up the ring. He didn't know his, that was going to happen to him. His he, his he, wife got killed. His his fiance got killed in front of him, and you like want to fucking kill him because of that. Right. Give him a break. Like, He's like eighteen, and he just like <laughs> managed to fight a god and win and get its power mm-hmm. despite having to struggle and emotionally. Hillary Clinton. He had to talk to Hillary Clinton right before that, too. What? Camellia's so white. It was so jarring to see her. Um, for, the, for those of you who don't know, like, a very hysterical, out-of-context bit of Final Fantasy XV is that right before you do this kick-ass Leviathan boss fight, you have to, like, do fucking Telltale Games dialogue with the Prime Minister of, like, <laughs> Fantasy Venice, who looks a lot like Hillary Clinton. She looks it's a lot so like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. It's extremely jarring. For, <laughs> even, even in, like, a game where, like, even though you know that there are characters who are supposed to be white, they all look kind of asian because it's square enix like remember when vivian westwood designed luna's wedding yeah dress? it's literally it cool. just vivian westwood i like lost it <laughs> at that square point enix. i was like you have to be joking <laughs> 
Um, but like, like things just happen for the most part. Like when Noct finds out that like Regis died, he's like, oh. Bummer. Like, That's your dad, dude. They get over it so quickly. They're like, yeah, your dad's dead and your home city has fallen to Imperial forces. <laughs> and they're like, well, I gotta find this cat some cat food. So, <laughs> Damn, you guys want to go to the Bucky's? <laughs> I can't, can't think about it t- right now because I have, I have frogs to catch for this researcher. <laughs> um, Fuck, there's a behemoth bounty up. Let's go, guys. Let's, yeah. So, like, that's my main complaint is that it is a game, like, many Final Fantasies, uh, where things just happen, um, to characters rather than characters doing actions. And like that last, the last like several chapters in particular where it's like, oh, Prompto's off the train. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's Prompto's an MT. Off- <laughs> We're over Prompto's it. Prompto's off the train. Buy our DLC. Yeah. It's like, it's like, but yeah, buy episode Prompto. Um, <laughs> like. And now, now we're in this like Magitech facility. Oh, he was a Magitech guy this whole time, but it's fine. Who cares? We're not going to worry about it. Like, and chapter 13's the most linear one. Do you get it? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, for me, like my gold standard for Final Fantasies is still 13. Um, just because it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's, it's such a good game. Like, I really do think it combines the best of like story and character and combat, um, and, uh, and gameplay and all of that. And like, things don't just happen to the characters in 13. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually are active in their own stories where it's like, Noctis is like, all right, suck, get sucked into a bagel. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then spend 10 years there, but don't worry about it. We're not going to show you any of it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, listen, it's a game about guys being dudes for the most part, and ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Remind me after this to send you the, the homies good night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and- I, I know Argyle, you saw this. Um I'm a hundred percent uh percent convinced <laughs> that um Noctis was wholeheartedly head over heels, like all consuming in love with Luna, but the most they ever did was hold hands. Um yeah. meanwhile he's <laughs> fucking the Chocobros every night, but it's cool because that's just guys being dudes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's doing he's doing this the British thinks. smoking with hitting with the chairs. Yeah, shit. Exa- no, uh-huh. no, no, like full full penetrative every night. But it's cool. That's yeah. just yeah. guys being dudes. That's guys. That's stuff. what bodyguards do. Yeah, he's they homosexual. Body intimately. He's homosexual. That's right. Yeah. Um, R- remind me after this. I can't wait to play that game once I make my way through all the other ones. <laughs> yeah, you do not. Have remind to do me that. after this to send you the link to like what they wanted the real ending of the game to be. Before all the DLC before it got cancelled. I know. It's bad. I, I do know what the ending of the game is, and I'm still, like, shocked by it. I was like, the, oh, the okay. fake the, 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 the alternate ending is so much worse. You'll you'll hate it. Oh, I was like, I, I like, saw, saw the spoilers, and I was like, huh, okay, cool. Wait, um, alternate yeah. ending is in, like, a second, a different ending you could get in the uh, game? Yeah, not, not, not to get into it, but, like, they wanted to have, like, three more DLC after the first wave instead of just one more. Or they wanted to have four more DLC. But they only ended up being able to being being able to make one, and they put out a novel that like puts into novelization what the true ending would be. Uh, it's bad. Good, <laughs> great. I'm glad it's in a book and not in the video Square game. Unix, I'm glad Square Enix moment. I'm glad they're Square on a Enix road doing trip it again. I'm on. Their, I'm glad they're on a road trip forever. Uh, Max, yeah. <laughs> please tell us about your games. <laughs> yeah, in, in the interest of time, I don't have Sephiroth much to say. Is. Yeah, we still don't know Sephiroth. <laughs> Um, in the interest of time, I won't really get into it at all. Uh, I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Nice. Yeah. And, like, like, there's been discussion discourse nonstop. The only thing I will say, like, aside from the fact that the game's pretty good, is that I don't ever want to play Breath of the Wild again after touching this game. 
Like it's it's that it is that much of a fucking springboard. It makes the Breath of the Wild looks like a dinky ass tech demo. Jimmy, don't bark. He does, so he's a really big Breath of the Wild fan, apparently. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'm Jimmy, barking too. Hey, baby, bark, bark. it's okay. Calm down. I'm podcasting. You guys hear? Hey, Jimmy, not in here. I'm podcasting. I'm gonna pick you up. Come here. All right, I have Jimmy. Mode. For once, he's going baby. He, for once, he's going it's baby not fake. Right He'll be so yeah, pleased. Yeah, for once, it's not fig. fig is, yeah, you're chilling fig with me for a second, buddy. Like a little baby behind me. Oh. Any, anyway, th- that's Breath of the Wild. And before we get back into it with our third episode this week, we'd like to take a moment to thank the people who send us real Earth dollars. So, a big hearty Yu-Gi-Oh! size thank you to Solid Snack, Danielle Kalaskis, Hey It's Ken, Jazz Dumpster, Kether Teradyne, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto J, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis Airview, and Draven. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Using your money, we have uh, bought an apartment in the tops where we, where we are <laughs> recording from right now. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We, we, will, we will put Jack Atlas through some Metal Gear style tests for him to become the strongest <laughs> duelist. Uh-huh. What's this one called? This one's called The Reunion Duel, episode 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, don't you mean Hometown and Friends tag writing of Reunion? <laughs> no, I don't. Hometown right. and Friends. These 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 boys are such buddies. Yeah, pals. They 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 do the dude's handshake when they see each other in the du- junkyard at the beginning of the episode. Uh-huh. My mm-hmm. my favorite thing is one of the first things that Crow says to him after you know they greet is like, "Oh, I see you have some face tattoos like me." And Yusei's response to this is "Mana," which is like <laughs> it translated here as "It happens." Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know how it'd be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's literally, Ma is basically like, well, and yeah. Na is like, that's so. It's like, yeah. so it's like, nah, Raven. Well, so it's sort of like, well, yeah, but I really like the translation of it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just happens. Um, they, they, they go to like, um, they, they want to go to like, check on Yusei's friends that I guess Jack doesn't, or uh, Crow doesn't know. I guess you say as many friends in many groups, but as they go there, Crow's kind of talking about, like, hey, there's fewer people in Domino City. No, Crow, no, Crow knows them. Uh, he doesn't in the sub. In the dub, he does. They recognize that's so, that, him. That's so. weird. I mean, I, I'm surprised he didn't in the sub, so I guess that's a normal change, but he comes to you say about how there's fewer and fewer people in satellite these days because the fucking spider cultists are just chilling. Uh-huh. It's like that one, it's like, it's like the town where you get Paula and Earthbound, that they all go to, like, the, the blue clan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The weird part of that game. You, you you can't be out in public, or you're gonna get got by the cult. Watch out. Uh. So what happens? Uh, we we yeah. see this is when we see Jack waking up in the, yeah. in the yes. hotel. Yeah, he wakes up in the hotel and he's like looking through the news, and uh, everyone hates Jack Atlas now. Uh, or no, he's or cringe. doesn't care. He's uh, cringe, he has, and he knows he's cringe, and he says, "Damn." I'm cringe. Uh, Damn, governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carly. Crikey. <laughs> uh, Carly gets into Carly gets it. chewed out by J. Juna Jameson. Yeah, J. Juna Jameson's pretty upset that she hasn't even gotten an interview. You uh, have a hotel scoop. room with him and you haven't gotten a fucking interview with him? What are you doing? I don't uh-huh. think he knows that she's with him in the sub. Uh-huh. I don't know if she knows. Yeah, that. I, 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 he's not really sure what's going on at this point. 
but he knows that she has had more than more than enough chances to do it. Uh-huh. And, and, Does he know anyway. that she's a reporter for you guys? Uh, I don't Who think Jack? Jack Atlas not, knows she's a reporter. Not right away. He, he finds okay. out later, but yeah, okay. He he um, finds out when she's talking to Angela. Then yeah, I imagine. Okay, all right, all right. I didn't know. I it's it, you made it seem like he knew she was a reporter the whole time, which makes it weird. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we 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 go from there. We see Usain Crow riding into his hideout and. The cops are after Crow, so they, like, drop a fucking canister of tear gas in the metro yeah. to force them out. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Normal cop things. Uh, you must... I, it is normal cop things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normal cop stuff. Uh, does Crow say where they're going to meet up? Does he uh, name the place? I, they... I didn't catch it if he did. Uh, the name of the spot that he says for them to rendezvous at is the Daedalus Bridge. Mm. The, da- the Daedalus Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Great name. Yeah. Uh, Great name. Good. I'm kind of shocked they would go with uh, Greek mythology. That seems anti-Christian to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's not like it. It's not uh, one that anyone believes in anymore. It's fine. You say, meet me at the Harakti Bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, they, so they they split up, or they they're taking the bike, but uh, they're they're biking, and then the cops sort of send a pursuit bot, bot after them that uh, mm-hmm. forces them into a tag duel. Yeah, the, the gun truck from Sonic Adventure 2 yeah. uh-huh. is chasing them, and they send out the drone, and it's like two cops controlling it, and you say rolls up and it's like, I want to have some fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do so this. Get, yeah, well, the, yeah, the truck isn't even chasing after them. They just send a little drone after them that does the dueling, like, that they duel oh, through. I f- for some reason, I assume the truck was, like, behind the drone the whole time. No, I think the truck is just hanging out. I think it's just, Good. like, back at where the base was. They just send the drone so, out. So, like, what what happens then? It, like, if they're not actively chasing them, yeah, they get them to, like, they, they would disable their dual, or their um, D-wheels after they win, but then those like, Maybe it off. is, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, 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 well, again, it would, for, it would I, just I, probably disable their D-wheels, I guess, if they lost the duel. But... Yeah, I, I'm doing the thing where I try and read into Yu-Gi-Oh! It never ends well. Uh, who cares? Um, so, we, we cut Tangle over to, like... Time. Yeah, we, we we before the duel starts, we we see Jack like leaving the um. <laughs> he, he he leaves the hotel and like Carly has to follow him, and like people try and start picking him out of the crowd, and Carly's like, "Oh no, he's not Jack Atlas. He just looks a lot like Jack Atlas." Anyway, we're gonna go to J Crew right now. Goodbye. Uh-huh. Well, okay, but first he's going. He's trying to get on like the subway or something, and he gets up to the turnstile, and it's like, "Please insert your your metro card," and he's like, "What?" Uh-huh. Huh? What? I'm not what? poor enough to have one of those. Hang on, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, and Carly's like, hold on, wait, let's go, let's go, let's get out of here. Uh, and yeah, they they go to J Crew and get him a new new drip. He what what? what can, Dan, can you describe this outfit? Oh right, um, Jack Atlas's swag. So, uh, I think that it is the base outfit is just sort of a. Slight modification of his regular outfit. He doesn't have the cool big kind of a jacket. But yeah, he, he just has a regular black jacket. Uh-huh. Uh he's uh got a yeah, he's got this uh he's got this kind of a jacket. Uh or no, he's got uh sort of this sort of black blazer, a a white shirt with a comically large popped out collar. Uh he's got uh a medallion that looks like a hood ornament, maybe a Chrysler or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really it looks it's like a fucking Cadillac yeah. uh, logo. 
Uh, he's got uh, a belt with an with the letter A on it. I think this is his regular belt. That's this is regular, part of his yeah, yeah, yeah because, because his, ear, his earrings match yeah. it. And he's got a big floppy hat. Uh, uh, th- it's a big beret. It's like <laughs> it's a beret that's like a fucking squirrel's cheek that you can stuff a bunch of shit into. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those big hats that people love. And a pair of sunglasses. Uh, they are shaped like uh, some sort of a rhombus or possibly a parallelogram. Uh, but they were like just hexagons. Yeah, they're hexagonal, I suppose. Uh, and he looks like shit. It's great. He looks bad. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Carly's uh, right. No one would dare notice him like this. No one would... Jack Atlas, as we all know, has far too much swag to be dressed like that. It's kind uh, of like the Phoenix rightification. Uh-huh. Yeah? Like, a little bit. Like, this man got disbarred from dueling, and now, yeah. he, now he must look like a hobo. Uh-huh. Yeah, dueling gave, <laughs> dueling gave him a purpose and also a fashion sense. Yeah. Mm. Um... We um and oh and then we see like Ushio and Mikage like sneaking after these two doing their Jesse and James shit. He goes on rides and he's just like me for real. This is how I I am on roller coasters. I love roller coasters, but he is just sitting there, arms crossed. He, bro, he is just sitting. He's not having an ounce of fun. He's <laughs> really funny. I I have a ton of fun on them, but I don't look like it. I look like I'm, yeah. I'm just like stone faced, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> M- meanwhile, Mikage and Ushio are like fucking puking their asses out oh, after every great. single ride it's they great. do. It's awesome. You love to see it. Um, we get the duel. Jack still got the hat on, and it's staying glued to the, his head. Oh, that, that shit is gl- well. You see how spiky his hair is. He's like impaled the hat internally. Yeah, of course. He's, I love him being on like a bungee cord and looking dead serious. Yeah, yeah his <laughs> arms are folded. He is sto- like stock perfectly straight. rigid. Meanwhile, yeah. the hat's uh, still on, of course. Uh, the sunglass is still on. Yeah, meanwhile, just like, just bouncing. Trudge and Mina are in, like, pure hijinks mode. They are overwhelmed by the thrills and excitements of these rides. Uh, and they're not hijinks mode, they're just, well, we gotta follow after them, so we have to go on all the same rides that they do, yeah. and they're having a bad time. They yeah, don't they hate like it. it. Trudge gets they stuck on the bungee cord, he does not go back up, they have to cut him out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, it's great. It's great. Uh, we, we we get a cutaway to the duel beginning, and it's like, oh, they summon Gate Blocker 2 now, because it's a tag duel, I guess. Oh, the also Gate Blocker's twice Jack, as good. Jack says, I hate fun, when Carly's like, aren't you having fun here at the, <laughs> the amusement park? Yeah. <laughs> Are you having fun? Um, um, I, yeah. I do also want to say we're going to get to it more a little later in the episode, but we do find out that most of why... Um, Jack is acting this way is because he's the most divorced man imaginable in this episode. Yes. He's thinking so about you saying this is the whole time. This is about him being so, 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 so divorced. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so so during the duel, it again, Crow does the same thing where he summons his birds that let him summon more birds and he and Yusei like clearly know each other's strategies really well because they just work really well against these cops together. Um They're dueling we see Jack and Carly. They're dueling. We see Jack and Carly. Um, at, at, after a certain point, like Jack is just gets so bored with it and starts to walk off. And um, a little kid like calls out to him, hoping that he can become the king again. Like recognizing Jack underneath his clothes. Yeah. Jack's like, well, and, I'm not. I'm not Jack Alice, but that's nice, kid. Thanks. Um, yeah. And like Carly, Carly realizes, oh, he's so hurt emotionally. I can't use his pain for an article. I'm gonna get him like. <laughs> 
a soft pretzel and some drinks, yeah. and maybe that'll go get up. some some Coca Colas for us. And as she's coming back with the Coke, she's like, "I'm a reporter, and I'm using his like uh, sadness and depression to like get get like a juicy interview out of him." And she literally says, "Am I a horrible person? <laughs> Are we the baddies?" Mm-hmm. Um, Angela's there too, and like as Carly explains, she to is Angela, a horrible person. Yeah, she sucks. Um, <laughs> like J- Jack, Jack, um is like overhears Angela saying like, Oh, like you're just taking advantage of him. Aren't you? Uh, it's like a comedy of errors. So he like heads to the fucking same tower that he's been trying to go to this whole time, but he doesn't know how to ride the Metro to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut, we cut to the duel and you say summons my friend, turbo warrior, the fucked up, like rockabilly robot. Uh-huh. He's he, I, I didn't realize he has like flesh underneath. He has like, like fucking what? like hand wraps and shit. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he he's like a fucking like mummy wearing armor almost. Oh my goodness! Like he has like re- he has like yaoi hands, but they're like fucking like gross like mummified claws almost. Mm. Makes it really cool, better than that other free nitro warrior. Um, <laughs> I don't see any flesh. I'm looking at him right now. I, I, I gotta look at this guy. Turbo warrior. Let's see. You don't you don't see it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you look like it. his 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 elbows and his waist. It's yeah, like wraps. Um, yeah, okay, I see it now. That's I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah, he's fucking cool. And he also has a metal pompadour. What more do you want? Yeah, the, yeah. I mostly read him as like uh sort of being like the MC guy from uh uh the the the, the sort of like tournament announcer guy. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh he Kimo. he's yeah. Well, he's got uh like he's got the big pompadour. He's got the same shade of red. The sort of like mm-hmm. grill on his chest makes me think of a microphone. Uh, this is Robo Sona. This is a hell. This is his Transformer char- character. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So he comes out and like they're able to win the duel because you say attacks some fucking like Talon that one of his birds placed in the wall and you know it's just more more crow more you say dueling. Yeah. Um, Crow asks Yusei after the duel, like, he's like, hey, do you hate Jack? And Yusei says, no, I know Jack's strong-willed, and he'll walk his own path, and he'll climb back up in no time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I guess He just, he nice just did what he felt like he had to do in the moment. Mm-hmm. I forgive yeah. him for what he did. Very sweet. He plays uh, the cards he's given. Yeah. Carly finally meets up with Jack at that tower, and he's just brooding, looking out over the water. He's been doing uh, this for, like, a couple hours now. Yeah. And she, she tells him, hey, uh, you're, you know, you're upset about uh, what you did to your friends and everything. You you gave it you gave it all up to come to the satellite, and I mean, you've lost it all again when you say came and kicked your ass. But it's not too late to go back and you know try and apologize to them. In the in the uh, sub, she's like, "You can be the king again," and it's like, to be fair, Carly, not being the king is a skill issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, he can very work, much. So. He can work his way back up to the top, you know. Um, yeah. Jack goes on a monologue that basically culminates in himself calling a clown. Um, yeah. Uh, he's like, it's me, this, the clown. This world's my circus. Yeah, and it's like, all I could think of was, now you've fucking done it, the clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Carly reveals that she won't write that article about him after all. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she will nice. be going with him back to the satellite. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess she's not good. I guess she's going to lose her job. 
he also he literally also says the old Jack died in his battle against Yusei. Uh huh. Hell yeah. The real Jack Atlas starts his life yeah, now. He, try to become a real that king. That one's that's when that one's for the Swifties. Yeah. Yeah. He dramatically puts on his coat, tosses the hat away, and Carly uh, re- just sort of notes that was her hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah great stuff good yeah good yeah fucking great episodes mm-hmm. i like the great show episode. i like it mm-hmm. i don't like it do we have um, any segments before we go to our questions yes we do we do have a segment yes we uh, do have a segment and this is this is a special yeah, guest kind yes of i'm glad right. you i'm glad you have pushed i'm glad you're pushing this one because this one i am dedicating to you uh this week we have uh, Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Wait. The, oh, D- Dan, this is. I'm oh, going against something. The Dr. Cakey thing. Oh, I'm, do- I'm oh. doing the Dr. Cakey thing. Oh, okay. Never mind. You Never can do mind. this. Beyond Don't worry. No, we will have many more week. opportunities to talk yeah. about my friend Shulk Stoss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Dr. Cakey uh, uh, has uh, sort of uh, made a. Written, written and uh, spoken out this whole thing about the nature of Jack Atlas and Yusei Fudo, if I recall correctly. Uh, yeah, th- 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 this is Dr. D. Mm. The D stands for Dr. Keiki. Special correspondent with a very special segment about Yusei and Jack. Mm-hmm. So, take it away, Dr. Keiki. Cutting, cutting to Dr. Keiki live. This is for my friend. I don't think it's a spoiler to say that uh, now that Yusei has beaten Jack uh, twice, uh, their their rivalry is, is kind of over at this point. And now that it is over, um, I want to talk about, about how that rivalry is, is depicted in ways outside of just, like, the plot. There's actually a lot of things going to make them sort of, like, uh, opposites or foils uh, to each other, uh, which is, I guess, it's a little bit weird since... The show is 150 episodes long, and it's like, oh, the, the rival's for the first, you know, 27. But anyway, uh, the first and most obvious one is 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 that Yusei wears dark clothes and Jack wears light clothes, so they have the, an opposing uh, color scheme. Uh, it's also worth mentioning they have opposing, like, complementary color schemes to their, um, their dragons, uh, which is common, they have in common with the tuners in 5Ds. If you notice, uh, Yusei's tuner synchron tuners for the warriors uh each one has a complementary color um to the color of the warrior that it summons uh this is very obvious with nitro synchron and turbo synchron because nitro synchron is red and summons the green nitro warrior and uh turbo synchron is green and summons the red turbo warrior but anyway, uh, they also have opposite personalities where Yusei is very quiet and Jack is very loud and brash. Their signer dragons are also, they, uh, on, on the card art, uh, they, they, face, they are in the same pose, but they face in opposite directions. And they also have opposite effects where Red Dragon Archfiend destroys cards and uh, Stardust Dragon protects cards from being destroyed uh, by effects. Also... Um, you know, when I was watching that, uh, their, their rematch in the fortune cup, wow, the first half of that duel is so good. I, I kind of want to gush about it a little bit. That's like you have shield wing and twin sword marauder where shield wing can't be destroyed. 
uh, in battle twice per turn, and Twin Sword Marauder can attack it twice, and so it's like it can't destroy Shield Wing, but it does the piercing damage. So it's it's like they're like uh, like neither one is able to overcome the other. And then when when um, when you say summons. Stardust Dragon, he uses Descending Lost Star, which lowers a monster's level by one so he can summon Stardust. When Jack summons Red Dragon Archfiend, he uses Powerful Rebirth to raise a monster's level by one so it's the right level to summon a Red Dragon Archfiend. And it's, it's, it's so good. But uh, anyway, I also want to talk about their names. There's actually not... There's weirdly not a lot of etymol- etymological like information on the wiki like i'm not just reading off the wiki which i was sort of surprised by that's usually the kind of thing they really like to do so let's start with jack so his name is jack atlas so jack like several common names and common words no one's a people aren't a hundred percent sure like uh the ultimate derivation of the name but I agree with the thinking that it's probably an anglicized form of Jacques, which in turn is the French form of Jacob. Jacob is a biblical name. It means uh, a follower, but it can also mean a supplanter, where um, relating to the, uh, the biblical story where Jacob replaces Esau, his older brother, and gains the birthright. So that does definitely relate to Jack, you know, sort of stealing Stardust Dragon and and you say's uh, D wheel, but I actually think that's probably not uh, the derivation because like that's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to say oh Jack is related to Jacob, and I feel like it's unlikely that a, a J- Japanese uh, creator, when like looking up names, would have like gone through all those hoops, but it's possible. Personally, I think he's probably named after the playing card. Mainly in early episodes, Jack, in his position as the king, is represented by a king playing card. So I feel like it makes sense to me that he was he was a Jack, the lowest-ranked face card that became the king, the highest-ranked face card. Atlas, well, an Atlas is a book of maps, but he's not, a, not named after that. Uh, he's named after the same thing that... An atlas is named after, which is the that's Titan in Greek mythology who uh, holds up the sky. So he's being related to a uh, to a sky deity. So for you say you say Fudo, uh, you say with those characters uh, does mean a planet. The U is the U in every Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist's name that means play, and the say is a star. Star, you know, relates to synchro summoning, also relates to Stardust. Uh, incidentally, Stardust Dragon's name, you know, it's in English, um, the Japanese card, but Stardust in Japanese is Hoshikuzu, which means uh, star uh, trash, star garbage. So it's being related to satellite and also maybe being related to like a, like a star among the you know a star among the garbage like a light coming out of the darkness sort of thing but anyway the the reason that yusei has his name or at least the reason that he has his name in show that origin is actually explained in the much later episode it's actually talked about at some point now fudo fudo means immovable unable to be moved uh which is a bit of an odd name for a guy who Spends most of his time riding around on a motorcycle, but you know, it refers to his personality. 
him being, you know, his like determination. But also, Fudo it comes from uh, Fudo Myo or uh, Fudo the Wisdom King, one of the five Wisdom Kings, which are uh, wrathful incarnations of bodhisattvas in. Um, what is that? Is that Shingon Buddhism? Crap, now I have to look it up. Yes, in uh, Shingon Buddhism, there are five wisdom kings, and one is associated with uh, each direction, with uh, Fudol being associated with the center. And I did look up to see if... I was curious if Fudol was maybe associated with the element of Earth, because you know, if if... Jack is at Atlas, the sky. Maybe you say was Earth. I didn't really find anything, so I would say probably not. Although Fudel is the center, and in like Chinese thinking, uh, the center is associated with with Earth. So I don't know, maybe, but 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 I didn't find anything uh, concrete. So there you go. Uh, go update the wiki. Because I don't feel like doing it. That's it. That's all I got. It's over. And we're back, folks. What a uh, what a great and informative wow, statement. I laughed. Kirby a big round of applause. I haven't. I laughed. Yet, I cried. Listen to it later. We love talking naturally and doing bits naturally. That's what we're uh-huh. so mm-hmm. good at. Yeah. They're called. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time for questions. All right. Now it's for questions. Our first question is from Rare Acumen in the Discord. Unless we have one on Twitter, Tom. We do have one on Twitter. We do have one okay. on Twitter. Well, let's hear that one uh, first. Let me pull this one up real quick if I can type the words correctly. Um, this one comes from fucking load. Good. M Healy at. M of Healy on Twitter, who asks, what would you include in a Yu-Gi-Oh! based theme park? Hmm. I feel like we get this question every like every year or so, and our yeah. answers always change based uh, on like what new monsters we have in pot, the anime. Pot of Greed, uh, Teacup Ride. I, I, I would bet 100 US dollars that we said that before in a different Probably. episode. That's fine. That's a good idea. Um, a haunt- it's a good idea if we made up with twice. A haunted house ride that kills you if you make noise. Uh, <laughs> I, I want, yeah, yeah, some sort of... Uh, some sort of a dark ride, uh, fe- prominently featuring uh, the avatar of the pot, the pot of greed. Maybe some Karibos or or something. Oh, some Ojamas. Something that's uh-huh. good and long and perfect, perfect for you know, uh, uh, you know, having gay sex in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was right. gonna say. Um, I was a, a coaster, a, a, like an action kind of coaster where you're on dual runners going through the city. Yeah. like you know you you do the you do the jump that Crow did and shit, and you like uh, go through the garbage tunnel like you say did. Or maybe like it's a dark ride like uh, the ET ride at Universal where you're on bicycles. <laughs> That'd be good. Carousel uh-huh. <laughs> of dragons. Yeah, oh, uh, the burger like in Roller Coaster Tycoon, the burger stall would be like themed. It'd be a giant hungry burger. Uh-huh. I need. I do need an alcoholic uh, concession stand called Blue Eyes White Girl Wasted. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. I think that's good too. All right. What we got on Discord? Um, our first one from Mr. Bushido, Afraid Fate. 
Um, if you were named after a bird, which bird would it be? No flightless birds besides emus allowed because none of the other cowards have won a war against Australia. All right. I mean, the cassowaries also almost did. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> still still a fucking threat. Yeah, I I read this question before, and I know what I want. I want to be magpie. Magpie. My favorite bird is the humble turkey vulture. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah. They call me turkey. I don't know. I guess. Oh, you know what? I mean, my my persona. One of my personas. Uh, my secondary one is a is a peacock. So probably oh, that's good. Didn't know that. Yeah, my first one's a lion. My second one's a peacock. Cool. I was I'll, peacock's a good pick. Peacock's a good pick. I was gonna say you. you I, I see albatross for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Harbinger of doom. I'm into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> not not quite what I'm going for, but yeah, no, sure, no. that one. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I there is there is one famous piece of media about an albatross. Sure, no, I mean, I'm 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 talking more like the the the, the traveling and the freedom and everything. I know, I'm uh-huh. giving you shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess peacock. Peacock's good. Yeah, and we'll get Argyle's answer when he comes back. Moving on, though, uh, this one comes from Kether Teradyne. If a cop get taken over by an evil spirit, does that make them more evil? And if so, is it additive or multiplicative? Uh, hmm. Honestly, it just depends. Well, if the cop is being taken over by an evil spirit, uh, they they they, they already were. It's called being a cop. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's if, if just like if just like some outside force took them over, it probably be the same uh probably would shoot just as many people probably would harass and attempt to murder as many i think i think it's just sort of a sort of a wash yeah it, it's like the ge- the comic of like genie i wish i was good looking it's like okay grew wish granted nothing changed correct it's like yeah cop, genie i wish i was evil nothing changed yeah, they, they already are are possessed by an evil spirit it's called the surveillance state true from solid, yeah. from solid snack. In thirty-one episodes, cops have lost duel six times. How many more times do you think they'll take the L? Well, we're averaging about one every five mm. episodes. So, yeah, yeah. My 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 thing is though, I I I imagine we'll either get a ton more, like we'll be at like thirty total before the series ends, or we'll get like one or two more because like the stakes are going to continue raising to the point where they don't need to worry about cops fighting them anymore. Yeah, I yeah. mean, here's my question. If Ushio remains a main character, I think that he's going to take L's a lot. Yeah. I yeah. hope so. I want Ushio to, like, be like, hey, actually, the government sucks shit. I want to join you guys. That's what I want so fucking badly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want Ushio to hang out with them. I definitely see uh, cops as sort of the de facto jobber duelist. Like, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not... They are for or against uh, our heroes. Uh, they're gonna fucking lose, and they're gonna lose hard. So, I would guess. Well, there's quite a bit of show. There's quite a bit of stakes. Sometimes they change location. Uh, I would say probably at least a dozen, maybe two dozen more, depending on whether or not there are more tag duels. Whether or not there's more bat, there's like little background duels, like the ones that happened where in like GX. Uh, but yeah, but probably maybe like twelve if we're say six to twelve if it's like a if it's like the duel of the episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like because because it's also likely they'll just like lose in one turn whenever mm-hmm. they show up again. Yeah. Yeah. 
They have lost like at, like at the start of the lot, like at the start of episode thirty. Exactly. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kirby the cleric asks, which Robin Hood adaptations are the host's favorites? Do d- does anyone have a favorite? I mean, I guess Men in Tights. Yeah, I I know Men in Tights in the Disney one. That's literally it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I guess I gotta go with the Disney one by de facto, uh, by default. Um. Uh, if you were Robin Hood and could steal one type of item that wasn't gold or money from the rich and give them to the poor, what items would you steal? So, Valor. Blood. Blood. Valor. Blood. So, well, yeah. If Well, I mean, I don't know. Probably like, uh, I, oh, you know what? I've got a fun idea. I'm going to steal an entire feast. Like, just uh, grab that tablecloth uh Tie it into a bag and haul it haul it away to uh, away from the king's banquet. The means of production. Blood, bones. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do with blood and bones? Uh, they don't drink do, them, eat them. Do you know how much healthcare costs? Come on, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Sure. Uh, Organs. Hmm. Yes. Well, there, there we have it. Organs, you got me. Uh, Breath. Uh, but uh, D G Mon Eraviru uh, asks, "What kind of date would y'all have taken Jack on to unlock his tragic backstory?" Uh, it would be, it would be some like persona, like level three confidant bond shit. The arboretum. Like we, we, yeah, the, the the fucking fishing park. Uh huh. I would take him to a play within the play, like Hamlet. Good. See his Good. reactions. I'd take Jack to the fucking, like, play on rotation at King's Dominion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take him to the beer ga- garden, get him blackout drunk, see what he says. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Jack, I, Jack the Food and Wine Festival this weekend, let's go. <laughs> you know, I mean, if we're talking about theme parks and stuff, I, I gotta take him to the Garfield Dark Ride. Oh, God. That'll I, I, that, almost like a truth serum of a ride when it comes to fucking <laughs> spilling the beans. Uh-huh. Transcending time and space. <laughs> yeah, the the government is researching how they can turn it into fucking torture. Uh-huh. It would also be very fun to take him to a normal game shop and see how he feels about that. Uh like one that isn't like, you know, a super fancy one or like the really whatever really low-grade ones that he might have had inside, like, just a nice middling... Oh, maybe not even, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh! one. Maybe it's a Games Workshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets really into Warhammer. Yeah, I was gonna, when, he, when he sees the average Warhammer fan, he's like, oh, I feel normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> or or I, I feel normal in comparison to what I'm about to become. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. He- I'll, re- I'll remember this. <laughs> I'm into miniatures now. <laughs> uh, he's gonna collect a whole bunch of Eldar. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that's all that, our that's questions. questions. Yeah, um, I guess we do plugs. plugs. Um, Argyle has not come back yet. Uh, let's let's save him for now. Um, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. Uh, you can find all those places at biggerchallenge.card.co. That includes my other podcasts, like the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic Lore podcast. Uh. I gotta edit some episodes, but uh, look forward to uh, look forward to a return with uh, 
uh, the with some episodes on Sat AM and uh, Sonic CYOA. Uh, you can listen to video games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, also, been on a bit of a delay, but uh, we managed to. I managed to upload our most recent recording, which was on the uh, 2015, 2016 uh, Angry Birds movie. It, God. Uh, we'll look forward to an episode on Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Uh, there's also Twitter, Tumblr, Bigger Challenge, uh, and so on and so forth. Check check the card. It, it's 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 in the episode description. Uh, Max, you go next. I'm on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. I'm on Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. I have other podcasts. One is called Wow Cool Robot, a Gundam podcast. That's on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. We are currently nearing the end of Gundam G-Witch. As of recording, there are three episodes left in the anime. Oh. Uh, which means, actually, well, three episodes left for us because we have the next two and then we have the final wrap-up where we do the important thing of ranking which suit is cool and which suit is cringe. Um... We also, we, I also have another podcast called Slappers Only, me and Jordan from one of Argyle's podcasts that he'll introduce soon. Uh, we're talking about video game music, a little bit of a hiatus there. Uh, get, be ready, be ready, it'll <laughs> fucking be afraid. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen. Hey Argyle, what would your bird, what would your bird name be real quick? Oh, my bird name? Yeah. Like if you How were named after a bird. On Audrey's mm. Peacock, Dance Magpie, I'm Turkey Vulture. A pelican. Nice. Oh, Into this it. MF, this MF Drizzlin. Uh huh. I know he has a, uh-huh. a choice scarf hurricane in his back pocket. Uh huh. I'm turning my bill um, inside out. You hate to see it. Ugh. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, that is all my stuff, though. So, Popcorn Argyle. Hey, hey, I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It's called Kamarocho Radio. Uh, we are. About halfway into Yakuza 4. It's alright. You know, we're on Tony Moore's part, which is, gameplay-wise, the worst. But story-wise, pretty decent. So, uh, check it out. Uh, I would say exciting new developments with the RGG Summit, but that's not really the case. No. Uh, <laughs> they, they were new and they were developments. I wouldn't say they're exciting. I, I heard someone yeah. say that. Curie- I mean, n- n- not really anything new. So. Mm-hmm. I heard someone say Kiryu has a biological child. Is that true? No. You you heard me say that last night, and that's not true. It's Nishitani. Ah. Apparently mm. has a kid or hey, a grandson, what? actually. <laughs> there's a there's a new character in, in uh, Gaiden who is named Homari Nishitani III. So oh, my God. Good. Great. Good. Congratulations. Um, yeah, well, okay. Fucks. I guess that does make sense, because if the, the one thing that you could say about Nishitani is that he did fuck nasty and die he immediately fucked. afterward. He fucked so <laughs> nasty. He fucked super hard. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. Anybody else need to go? I need to go. God, oh, fuck. He really fucked nasty and died immediately afterwards. Good for him. Yep. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, and co-host at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. If you're interested in hearing more about that, you can listen to the other podcast I do also on Noise Space called Prime Cuts, which is about Transformers. We are most of the way through season one of Beast Wars right now. It's a silly show. <laughs> really, really a very widely, wildly varied uh, show in terms of quality. And the movie just came out, Rise of the Beast. So 
Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm probably going to see it this week, which is exciting. Um, I've also been cast in a radio drama. No more news for that at the moment. And um, I, I'm going to be starting uh, with a close friend of mine, a new New York foodie scene podcast on Moonshot called I'm Eden Here. Uh, but we haven't uh, finished putting together the first episode of that yet either. Um, that's me. Good. <laughs> uh, this show is on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast. We're on Tumblr at Pod of Greed. We're on co-host at Pod of Greed. We're on Patreon at Pod of Greed, where if you give us $5 a month, you'll get your name read aloud at the end of the episode like the following people. Colton Crow, Emery, Joel Thomas, Morgue Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Shadow Sandbag. Thank you for it, giving us your $5. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you so we, much. Did we read our tenors earlier? We read yeah. our tenors in the middle of the episode. Good. Those tenors... Every year, get a real-life care package, mm-hmm. uh, which will be eventually, soon. I have mm-hmm. to send it all out, and it's a lot, and we're, we're still planning a couple cool things in it. Yeah. Uh, my wife had a really good idea that y'all will love. Yeah. Um, and this, we're also on the Noise Space Network. Go to noisepace.xyz to find this and like, almost all of our other shows. Shout out Moonshot, too. Go there. A lot of podcasts there. Audrey's going to be on that in a little bit. Yeah, it'll be too late by the time you listen to this, but I'm going on yeah. for uh, uh, Parliament uh, later today, um, which is where Moonshot hosts debate silly things, like meaningless things, and uh, today we're defending our problematic faves. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, and I... I'm setting myself face down as my body gets picked apart by carrion birds. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Er, oh, sorry. I I accidentally I got a DM and said yeah, sure out loud. Uh, uh, I set <laughs> myself I set myself face down and uh, 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 prepare the budgie cord. I set myself face down and will be taking no further questions. <laughs> uh, I set myself face down and this is very haunting and I'm going to have a dark future because. <laughs> The way that my back looks to a beautiful woman who's staring at me. Whoa. Something yeah, LGBT sure. is happening to you. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Peach. 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 Peach.